you always hear it if you come here long enough. And that is, this episode is going to take a very short period of time. It's going to be quick and to the point. And unfortunately, most of them are not quick nor to the point. But this one right here, though, we are fully here at the Telesis of Sato podcast, moving Dragon Ball Super and hopefully any other like monthly or weekly anime review or manga review to this podcast format. I like doing it on YouTube. It's a good filler for content. Uh, but I feel like reviewing other than Jojolian. Jojolian will stay on YouTube until that series ends. But with Attack on Titan done uh, and me still trying to figure out how to, you know, super, I think, doing better on this platform versus being on there. It just makes more sense to do it like this. And super is very quick and to the point. I mean, this chapter, for the most part, it's pretty much split into three acts. Uh, Weiss and Beerus training Vegeta. Uh, well, actually, I would say the first act is them t- talking about Ultra Instinct and how that kind of works. Then the second act is more training. And a third act is uh, the elect- the energy family meeting the Earth beings and Goku and Vegeta being whisked away. So we'll talk about that after the break. So kind of just giving a brief synopsis here, uh, and really, like I said in the first part, there's really not much to say. Uh, in this, we kind of get, I want to talk about some pros in a different section, but a, a huge, I think, positive for many people, and it's been said quite a few times, the transformations need to be lessened in value in this series if it's going to remain somewhat interesting. Uh, hopefully it falls on their promise this time to kind of, you know, stick to that, but Weiss outwardly says, I believe Goku um, also responds to it, you know, positively that transformations basically don't need to be used for Ultra Instinct. And the direction that he would like for Goku to go is to use Ultra Instinct without the sign or uh, omen form. And we see Goku doing such later on. Initially, I was reading the latter part where he actually tries to use UI without transforming. I was under the assumption that he was transformed initially, but then lost the form and still remained using UI. Kind of how with the God form against Beerus, he still was able to retain God energy. I thought it was similar to that. It may not be, but that's kind of how I looked at it. The colors are a little bit off when he was doing the teleportation and, you know, quick movement. So it's kind of hard to tell, but... Other than that, we also have Vegeta continuing to, you know, use his, uh, his Hakai energy. Uh, Beerus is training him well. You know, Vegeta just is not going to get... Vegeta kind of got his spotlight as far as training goes in the previous saga. So you can't say Vegeta doesn't get his shine. But this is clearly more of a um, uh, a Goku moment at this very moment. So we've, we're following Goku. And presumably... With how amped Granola appears to be to to really worry Whis and you know make the Oracle Fish remark on the strength multiple times, uh, I don't believe they're gonna f- like whatever they show in this fight with Granola. I'm pretty sure gonna happen in the next two chapters or so. I don't believe it'll be finished 
Goku I will probably show flashes of being able to use it without the uh, transformation. But I think it would be too, you know, charred at this moment. And I think Vegeta Sakai probably needs some more training to use it. It's like a strong being that can actually fight back and not rocks. But I think they'll show flashes of what they have learned. And just keep us interested. Um, another another angle to this is the, the Heater family, I believe it's called. Heater was the word they use, right? I said the Energy family, the Heaters. So, like, the energy being used, you know, electricity, oil. I don't know what Makai is. I still know what that is. But all their names kind of harken back to electricity or to energy. I think Heaters is a cool name. And then one of the, a, a cool panel in referencing that, just relax, the wind's blowing our way now. So that's cool, wind, you know, it's a kind of a pun. Um, but they they seem to be a very dangerous family, and even after uh, Electricity saw, I think Electricity is the quote-unquote dad, like the boss of the family, uh, and Gas is the second strongest. After Even after Electricity kind of saw them, at least the movement, I certainly want to say the full power of um, Granola. He still believes that electricity can compete or gas can compete with uh, Granola. So that's interesting. But um, their their plot, I think, will probably be intertwining with the ultimate villain of this arc. I don't think that Granola will be the final one. I think Granola probably died trying to uh, work with Goku and Vegeta to actually kill the heaters. That's kind of how I would, based on just the way Dragon Ball works, it's kind of how I would expect that to end. They uh, go to see Zuno again. Zuno is always a very funny kind of gag, uh, but he gives them more help. They apparently seem to be looking for the radar when they hit Earth, and Makai and the other fellow, I forgot his name, Oil, Oil, they actually go to achieve and, and get the radar. So they'll probably be using the, drag, the Dragon Ball radar to either strengthen... Um, strengthen electricity or strengthen gas one of the two i'm sure but that's probably something i look out for and then um other than that as far as plot goes you know they, they the ship happened so they still are able to train on the ship 18 days so it'll probably be a good bit stronger than they are currently but obviously vegeta can't use uh hakai on that ship and goku can't use ui so it's not really well goku probably can but i don't know why he would use ui on that ship um, I think they'll probably end up seeing through the Heaters family's uh, uh, plot eventually, but I think for the sake of telling a story, it probably won't be revealed initially when Goku and Vegeta go to, come to blows with Granola. Uh, and Granola probably won't bother asking their motives for coming on there, or he'll probably hear them and just be like, you're a lying piece of garbage and I'm going to murder you. I'm Granola. I will kill you and eat you up like Granola bars. Um, it's not something Granola would say. And let's, let's just get to the pros. You know, that, that's pretty much the plot breakdown. I don't think I missed too much, but let's just get to the, some of the pros. I would say I typically do have cons when I'm, like, reading Dragon Ball Super chapters. Usually there's something that just kind of makes me sit there and say, okay, well, this is kind of annoying. But I think the pacing was well in here. I mean, we got to the point a lot of times... Uh, we get this little rivalry between Whis and Beerus um, about whose kind of strength matters more, even though we know angels are strong and gods of destruction. It's kind of just seeing like which style of teaching works better uh, for these two guys who 
I think at one point people were theorizing that Goku would be a god of destruction. And then once they realized Vegeta would eventually reach the same heights, that he obviously fit the personality a little bit more. Uh, and you know, Goku learned UI now has become like the de facto angel replacement. So they're kind of fulfilling their roles finally that we've kind of saw coming initially, eventually uh, five years ago. So five, six years ago. Um, another big pro that I like is just the humor. Uh, Dragon Ball Super is doing a, a much better job as of late of just implementing, you know, wholesome and, 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 you know, actually engaging humor, not just like the same kind of gags that Vegeta, the same kind of, oh, we're not this strong, you know, we got to play the back while somebody stronger than us comes to save the day. You know, they're, they're trying to spin up a little bit and, you know, get get some new jokes in and it works, you know, in this chapter it works. Uh, let's see what else. What else? What else? What else? What else? Uh, I said pacing, humor. Uh, not really any interesting panels of note, but nothing really happened to to that effect anyway. Um, of course, I like you know them trying to mitigate using transformations. G can also use a Kai in base form, so maybe they fight Granola in base form and get their ass kicked instead of taking them seriously from the jump, as Weiss has asked them to do so for multiple times. We even did it in this chapter as well. Um, SS confidence may be your doom. So, you know, I mean, again, they, I'm sure it'll be yet another song, same song and dance where they just completely, you know, undervalue how strong Anola is based on his looks or however his starting strength is. But, uh, you know, I, I think that, I think this, as far as the expositional chapter goes, which I consider this as being one, I think, you know, it's also something new. I mean, it's a new plot. We've, I don't think we've ever seen an art where the centerpiece of it is that pretty much one or both sides have been, both sides which are good, like protagonists, have been warped into believing the other side as an antagonist. And they're pretty much just fodder for an, an ultimate villain. As far as I know of, no Super or Z arc has gone down that way. So this is a new spin, a new arc, a new direction, uh, which, you know, it may not be the most whole grandstanding universe affecting arc, but I think that it will serve to just show that, uh, that's the, I think I said Kishimoto at some point in this chapter. I didn't mean to if I did. But to show that Toriyama and the, um, the guy who is understudy, who actually heads this uh, plot, Toyotaru, that Toyotaru and, and Toriyama actually have some originality left in the tank. And yeah, that's it for me. I really don't have much else to say. I like the chapter. It's pretty decent. thought it was, you know, good read. Uh, I expect that they're going to need some early interesting powers to kind of make Granola seem as threatening as I think they want him to be. But, you know, they can also show it through maybe fighting prowess. Like, I think they did a good job of fighting choreography in parts of the moral arc and of course in the dragon ball super arc so hopefully with the super broly arc so hopefully we can do the same here and just kind of keep it fighting because i think most of granola's uh physical prowess seems to be based around like kind of quick movement that i kind of give him a, a sense of uh like the sharingan kind of preconception or pre-recognition uh, and I think Goku Vegeta has, for the most part, worked on movement as well. So hopefully we get back to this kind of martial arts steez in this, but we'll see. Peace. Oh, yeah. Like, rate, share, subscribe, all that shit. You know, you know what it is, man. Whole lot of red, whole lot of Dragon Ball.